Do you feel like a train wreck if you have lunch or dinner foods at like unreasonably early times? No. AJ and McCall on VFX. Like, for example, when Ashley and I got back from vacation, we flew in on Saturday. So we, we immediately went to bed. We we're tired. We we're traveling all day. Right. We went to bed, got up at five in the morning, couldn't stop ourselves. Like, we just were awake at Sunday. So then we were up, just watching TV, and I was like, I'm hungry. Let's make some food. So then we had popcorn, shrimp, and fish sticks at like 5.30 in the morning. And it always feels like, it's not going to stop me. Right. But I'm always feel a little bit, depending on what it is. Like if I was like, all right, pizza at 5.30 in the morning, or like, hey, let's have tacos. Like part of it just kicks in. You're like, eh, I feel like a little bit of a traitor. Like you're not supposed to be eating this then because you're definitely not supposed to really be awake. Oh, right. It's more like like heavier, I feel like. Not necessarily like it makes me feel like a train wreck or anything. Stink. It just just feels more dense. I was just curious because I was like, all right, well, we're going to talk about foods because, hey, it's Friday, 6 o'clock. Who cares what you eat? It's the last day of the week uh, because the uh, top dips were ranked in America. Oh, nice. So number one was salsa. Okay. Which I can understand. Sure. Guacamole. Yep. Then queso third. Come back to that. Spinach jar to choke French onion ran out the top five. And then hilarious. I only want to mention this one because we got an argument recently among the VFX morning show. Hummus, number six. See, that's why we got an argument because producer Butters actually really likes it, which is a shocker because he's the picky one. Yeah, it is. It is. McCall was like, absolutely not. I just, I don't like it. It's good. I don't like it. Gotta get the one that has the the spicy red chili. Oh, it's, oh. it's not that I hate it. It's just a weird. I don't know. I can't do the texture on it. But I uh, happened to come find this because a friend of ours mentioned that uh, America's wrong. Queso should be number one, which surprises me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm never going to turn down some free salsa whenever it's put in front of me. But uh, like, I know ranch is super popular. Put on right. everything, but like in Indiana, I'm, I'm sure ranch is still up there. Queso. Everybody puts cheese on everything. I remember I had a girl. I was dating a girl from Colorado. I was living in Indiana, and she came. We went and got pizza, mm-hmm. and I got breadsticks, and I dipped them in cheese. And she thought it was the weirdest thing because she was like, "No, you do it in marinara." I was like, "Gross, no, cheese all the time." That's weird. That see, it, it's not weird to dip your breadsticks in cheese. It's weird that she thought it was weird to dip your breadsticks exactly, in cheese. Exactly because really, cheese goes on everything. That should just be accepted at this point. Yeah. If it's some kind of like cheese, is generally be like. You want a baked potato? How about with cheese? You want some breadsticks? With cheese. You want a salad? With cheese. Like cheese goes on everything. I mean, not no, not that, but okay. Not 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 on a salad. No thanks. Well, no, I didn't say queso. I just said cheese. Oh yeah, okay. Cheese on the salad, sure. I was thinking queso because we were talking about queso dip. All right, taco salad, queso, cheese. Delicious. On. That's a great choice. It's an awesome choice. Hundred percent awesome choice. I don't mind that it's in third place though. Okay, guacamole is overrated. I'll say. How it. dare you? I love guacamole. Guacamole is overrated. Oh, it's so good. By the way, uh, in this same survey, fifty-two percent of people said they'd jump into a pool of their favorite dip in exchange for a free year's supply. My favorite comment is underneath it says those people must be guac lovers because that stuff can get pricey. Dude, seriously. <laughs> oh, Ugh. it Not is to mention, so spendy. You buy fresh ones and they're like good for twenty minutes. Yeah. And then, not bad. Done. No, no avocados for you. <laughs> With it being Friday, that means we're going to get our conclusion to Park Narcs. And not exactly what Dr. Phil said, but Dr. Phil's looking for people that are uh, ratting on a certain item that is also found in the parking lot, McCall. And I think it's only Uh natural at some point he starts finding our victims of Park Narcs and wants to hear their stories. Yeah. We could be opposing sides with Dr. Phil here sooner rather than later. No. I think a lot of great things about the AJ and McCall show, but I'm not really prepared to take on Dr. Phil. No. AJ and McCall at VFX. Someone shared a post the other day, so Dr. Phil shared a post that said, be on the show, public shaming, the cart narcs. It says, have you or someone you know been apprehended, recorded, and publicly shamed by a member of the YouTube group, cart narcs? Cart narcs are an unofficial organization who apprehend people who do not return their shopping cart to cart corrals and supermarket parking lots. These encounters are recorded and posted online. If you or someone you know has been directly affected by this organization and want to talk to Dr. Phil about it, we want to hear from you. Give a brief description of your experience, including email address, cell phone, and cell phone number. Now, we do Park Narcs, which mm-hmm. will find the worst parker in Cache Valley this week. But Cart Narcs was sort of the inspiration because we were having conversations like, oh, I wish somebody could do something about that. And I'm like, well, what about terrible parking? Because like, right. that is egregious in the valley as well. Correct. So I'm just saying. I don't think that we'd get taken on by Dr. Phil, though. Because the way, if you don't, 
If you don't know about carton arcs, they're hilarious. I love them. Genuinely. Okay. But they are, they film you. They follow you. We don't do that. Ours is more anonymous than anything. Well, anonymous for everybody except for the people who did what they did. Right. But we're not like, hey, I'm calling you out. Here's a video of you. And then a lot of the times with the carton arcs, there are people who are total D-bags on there. I mean, you kind of already have to be. Oh, to man. Because the cart corrals, there's it's, so many places. And it's awful because they'll be like, whoop, 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 whoop. Excuse me, sir. You must be putting your cart in the cart corral. It just doesn't. I'm just saying, like, if he's starting here, we got our end of the year tournament coming up sooner rather than later. We're almost to the end of September for park narcs. And go back and double down on shaming all those winners that were voted the worst parkers in Cash Valley for their own week. And we'll find out who the worst parker is of 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, all of a sudden, the AJ McCall show is going against Dr. Phil because he wants to be like, ah, well, they're shaming you online and that's just not okay. But like, come on, Dr. Phil, like they park like jerks. It's okay. But it's not just online. They're shaming them publicly. Like in person. IRL. Yes. And then everybody's yelling at them around. I would love to be in the same parking lot as somebody that's getting car shamed <laughs> just to see how other people react. You go, ooh, somebody got ooh, in trouble. Ooh, ooh, you shouldn't have done it. Make sure you vote for Park Narcs uh, today. Being Friday means we'll find out who you vote the worst parker in Cash Valley this week. You can vote at the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Look, if you adopt the mannerisms... Of the people you spend the most time with. That doesn't just mean good things. Ideally, more often than not, it's good more than bad. But it could also be weird. Mm. I'm convinced that my girlfriend taught me how to drool in my sleep. (laughs) I learned how to drool, and it is 100% Ashley's fault. Okay. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight. Now, look, yes, could I? No, I'm not going to describe that. I never, never, this is not a lie. I'm not trying to clean myself because I admit that I occasionally drool during my sleep now, right? I can level with you. I never used to drool during when I slept at all. Okay. I now occasionally, I would say maybe not quite once a month, month and a half maybe, twice a quarter. How about that? Twice a quarter. Twice a quarter. At some point I will wake up and be like, oh, gross, disgusting. Oh, it's on my pillow. Okay. Never used to do it. Ashley does it way more often than I do. And I am convinced that I learned it from her. Don't know how. Somehow as osmosis legitimately into my brain. And then I started doing that habit because you adopt the habits of the people you spend a bunch of time with, right? And this is one I don't want to, I didn't want. Right. But now I have. Right. And I'm curious, does anybody else have any, not necessarily weird habits, but weird things they've noticed about their partner that have come out to light? Because right, maybe not initially, I don't want to say everybody hides who they are, but you, you know, you, you. You want to be, you present your best self. Right. Hopefully you're not lying. Right, of course. Please don't lie. And then you get comfortable and then the weird comes out. You know, I think you see the weird little bits and pieces here and there. Like, I never knew, for a fact, I would like to hammer on this again because I just can't stand it. You don't put ketchup on Mexican food. Just so we're all clear. So Ashley does that too. Can't stand it. Never going to adopt that one, but we've made burritos to have at home this week and she bought a whole thing of ketchup just for it. (laughs) But... 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. And it's not always good or bad. It could, uh, you know, weird, unusual, whatever. Uh, I, to her probably, didn't do anything with my baths. The baths was just a literal pool of hot water. And I got to tell you, gay best friend, girlfriend, whatever it is, get you one because your bath came through the roof. Yeah. Bath bombs, Epsom salts, essential oils. Oh, way better. They're all so good. Way better. Makes it really nice. Very soothing. So to her, ipso fact, there's one for me. Like, I was just like, I'm going to take a bath, warm water, that was it. Shower accomplishes kind of the same thing. Like, but the, yeah. you put that other stuff in there. It's true. It's true. It's so much better. Have you ever hung eucalyptus leaves in your shower? I, You know, it's funny you say that. I haven't done that because I was thinking, we've been talking about life hacks a lot today. Yeah. I haven't done the one either. I feel like I should do the ice tray one, right? Where you, met, you freeze whatever and then you can set them in the bottom of the shower and then it dissolves. Vicks or whatever. Oh, okay. I was like, not the why ice tray you... itself. I mean, ice cubes. Yeah, right. okay. Yeah. I was like, why are you putting ice cubes it's, in the it's bottom? It's one of, of the weird things shower? about me. I bring weird things into the shower. I... <laughs> ice cubes. We put them on the floor. No. No, you freeze Vicks. 
was so confused. I'm sorry. I didn't go all the way. I had no idea what was happening. I was excited happening. thinking about my bath game that I didn't finish the thoughts on the shower game. My bad. Nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had a text message here. My wife sleeps with her eyes open. The first time ah. she stayed the night at my place, I thought she died. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know that. Can you ever get used to that? Get, you know, get eye masks. They probably are so dry in the morning. That's not comfortable. I, I don't like that. No. Uh, no offense, texter. You love her. Mm-hmm. Great. Past. <laughs> I, uh, no. I have to sleep with no strips on. Fun little quirk about me. Otherwise, I can't breathe. In the morning, I wake up and I'm like, I hate everything. Fun fact, I probably should sleep with no, no strips on because I found that I'm a terrible snore. Same. It's a game changer, AJ. I'm sure like, it genuinely, is. Genuinely, it's it's like, a game changer. Game changer for, for Dustin, I'm assuming, because for me, it doesn't and, bother me. No, well, so I it, wake up and I can breathe fine, but apparently in the evening, it's like somebody just like half covers the exhaust. Here's the thing. I think it doesn't bother you until you know a different way because Ooh, it didn't that's a good point it didn't that's bother fair. me that's fair until i actually wore no strips and then in the morning i woke up i was like wow how have i just been sleeping without these because it's just a way better like way more rested sleep and so it's it's really nice i also have this really weird quirk where if i work really hard um like for long extended hours or something i recite the things that i was doing during the day in my sleep. So like, for example, when I used to work at the bank, I'd work, you know, 12 or 13 hour days. We, I'd come home, I'd go to bed, I'd wake up dreaming about making cashier's checks or whatever. And I would be saying it out loud. I would wake myself up because I was speaking those things. I was selling water bottles at the state fair last weekend. Same thing. Like Hmm. I woke up reciting those things and I was like, stop it. I'm resting. I wonder what McCall did today. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. <laughs> there she is. Oh, God. By the way, uh, appreciate family, friends, and the audience. Uh, apparently, Ashley got a bunch of texts yesterday while we were doing, talking about this, saying that she's been exposed. And I was like, ah, awesome. Because she denies it. In fact, not last night, the night before, uh-huh. she wasn't feeling well. So I was watching TV, and she was doing homework, and then she decided to just lean over and end up falling asleep behind me, and she drooled on my back. Nice. Again, learned it from her. Nice. Uh, on our Facebook page, speaking of things that uh, you learned or didn't, what word would trip you up in an adult spelling bee? Oh, no. I cannot wait for this. Oh, no. I definitely have a few. Yeah. Last day for triple entries for the pair of golden passes we have to Stranger Bridgelands Para-X coming up October 9th, the first paranormal expo in the Valley. AJ McCall at VFX. Let us get the three headlines. Okay. I don't know that you're ready for today because there's there's sort of a theme. Never a good sign. Sort of a theme overreaction more so than anything. So headline number one, some guy stabbed someone at McDonald's because his coffee was too sweet. I think he probably needed it because obviously he's not a very sweet human. What? what? Have some sugar. It, I, I get it. Like it sucks when <laughs> you No, I get I I get it. It sucks when your coffee is too sweet because you can't do anything about it. I guess it's not a regular coffee drinker, sure. I'm sure you can you just top that off with just straight black coffee, please. Yeah. Just mix that That's in. That's all need, you gotta do. I need to it's a very this. simple solution. You just put more coffee in it. Oh jeez. Anyway, headline number two, some lady pulled a gun at Chipotle last weekend because her order was taking too long. How like what what is, is there an is there Why a is, work up to that? Like you're no. like, I'm gonna make passive aggressive comments, Dude. I'm gonna show the gun. Now I'm gonna pull the gun. I don't think so. Good no, gosh. I don't think so. And then we've got headline number three. Some guy stole a car and then tried to sell it back to the same dealership that he stole it from. Don't worry. Take it back to the same. What was this? What was this pitch? Oh, you guys happen to lose a Honda Civic? What a coincidence. I'm yes. selling this Good Honda news. Civic. Don't worry. They got to match the VIN number. Yes. Idiot. There I'm, you go. I'm an idiot with cars. And my first thought was the VIN, the VIN number's number is going to match. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Three crazy stories. I got to think that at this point in time, just because of how often we do Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not AJ McCall at VFX, that cops count, I don't know, what's something reasonable? 75% of the time on criminals just being stupid. Yes. I mean, seriously, like, I know nothing about cars, but Jackie, even you have to know, like, you steal cars, got that VIN number, you bring it back to the same place, but like, oh, what do you know? The numbers match. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. Good. Oh, thank goodness you're here. We're just going to wind up some paperwork. Hang here for a second. Hang on. Let me go grab this. I'm so glad you turned this in. <laughs> we'll see if story number three is actually story. We hear the full one, so three full stories, please. Okie dokie. So we got story number one, which involves a guy who stabbed someone at McDonald's on Tuesday. Why? Well, because his coffee was too sweet. Uh, I guess he was complaining to a security guard about the sweetness, and a customer stepped in and told the guy, hey, you need to cool it. The two customers started brawling. Spilled out onto the street. The coffee guy whipped out a knife, stabbed the other customer. Fortunately, it was a, quote, minor injury. The guy with the knife ran off, still hasn't been caught. I'd like to think that dude was like, this is too sweet. The other dude was like, no, it's not sweet enough. Like, what? You want to go outside, bro? Yeah, you're reading my mind. Let's do this. It's lovely out here. It is. Fist punch. Yeah, I just don't understand. So there's story one. Story number two, last Saturday, a lady was waiting in line at a Chipotle, and the store shut down its registers because it was understaffed. Well, the remaining customers were told they'd have to place their orders through the app to be able to get it in. The lady wasn't having it, pulled out a gun. Uh. Yeah. Said if they didn't make her food, quote, there'd be a problem. Here's the thing. They already told you they'd make your food. (laughs) They couldn't run the register. You just have to put the order in on the app. At no point did anyone say, sorry, get out of line. We've run out. Yeah. They just said, you have to put the order in on the app because then it goes through to the back makery thing and then ta-da. This is not new information. Like, we had the job fair here yesterday. Right. People are looking for people. Yeah. Unless you want to get back there and pick up a shift. I know. The employees went ahead and made her burrito. Duh. Uh, she left after getting her order, and the police are still looking for her. Unclear whether she paid for it. Not the burrito burglar. The burrito burglar. And then, story number three, there's a guy who stole a car. His name's Timothy. Stole a car, and then he tried to sell the vehicle back to the dealership that he stole it from. Oh, my God. Like I, that In my head, this happened like two hours later. It had to have been. <laughs> I just, I don't know. So, this guy pulled in to trade his car in for a new one. Employees checked the VIN number. They matched it with the car that had been stolen earlier on their lot days days earlier. Oh. So, a oh. couple days. He waited a few days, I guess. Well, that's great. I'm glad he waited a couple of days because they still never would have figured it out. So, workers called the police. He then confessed, yes, I stole the vehicle. The dealership also had closed circuit surveillance video of him oh, pulling yeah. the heist. So <laughs> why? He, he got arrested. Why would you go back to the same place? I don't know. What an idiot. There you go. Three crazy stories. Oh, my gosh. So, Jackie, in all honesty, three is to me by far the stupidest. Don't be wrong. Two has no understanding of the way the world is right now because that's the way the world works. And then one is just hilarious because two dudes fight over coffee. But technically, if you think about it, one and two sort of cancel out because it's ridiculous people threatening violence in a restaurant. So I kind of think we'll go with number story number three, but not my choice is yours. So what are you thinking? Um, I'm going to go with number three. Okay, she's feeling three, McCall. It's not coffee. Lord knows your precious coffee in Florida. You'd be offended. And burrito, who knows? Mexican food makes everybody a little bit cranky when you want it and you can't get it. That's fair. Is it story number three, though? It is. Congratulations. Yes. We've got you hooked up with triple entries to Bridgerland Para X. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What is the food I would crave the most that would cause me to fight? <sighs> Sushi, maybe? Mm, maybe. I think I'd have to be in the – you know what it is? If I wanted to go out for something like sit-down, mm-hmm. not like not like fancy, maybe a little bit nicer than, you know, Texas Roadhouse. Cause okay. That would that would give me because I'm like this is a special occasion. I'm getting a little antsy here. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's time to pull the gat. Whoa. I'm kidding. Don't ever do that. How dare you? The lady was gonna get her food one way or the other. Just I have know. some patience. I, Good gosh, dude. I can't. I cannot understand. I, I I can't understand her brain waves. None. Got it. Not. Stranger Bridgeland, Florida. Not odd. VFX. Big congratulations to Jackie. Good news. McCall told me that she feels like a real adult this year because of something she's already started before the year comes to an end. Uh, good news, bad news, not really sure. One in six people are right in the same boat with you. Good. So one in six people are adults. If you see McCall leaving the ceremony remote today with like 10 blankets under arms, mind your business. Mind your business. She's being an adult. So much. AJ McCall at VFX. I'm loosely interpreting her being as an adult because I'm assuming... 
that at least some of those 10 blankets would be for Christmas, potential Christmas gifts. Yeah, and not just Christmas to myself. So, but today is the Serenity Blanket Remote. McCall will be broadcasting live. But the thing is, McCall mentioned to me the other day, she feels like a real adult because opposed to cramming all of the shopping into the week before, she's already started looking for her Christmas gifts. Yeah, I haven't started buying, just looking, hey, just thinking about it. Prep, prep is important. Yeah. Oh, but- shoot. That reminds me. I have to buy something today. <laughs> See, mind your business. Uh, one in six people have already apparently started their holiday shopping. So good news. One in six people are adults with you. Woo! Yeah. Way to go, adults. Nice. According to the survey, one in seven plan to start in October. Mm. Almost three in 10 said they'll start in November. And another one in seven won't start until December. See, and I'm thinking like most, most of mine has been very last minute. I mean, end of November, maybe beginning of December. Maybe night before Christmas. We're not really sure. Okay. Depends on the day. Really, it depends on the year. But I was having a conversation with somebody in like, I don't know, June. And we were talking at a party. And she's like, hey, have you heard about these guys? What do you think about their stuff? Because I'm thinking about Christmas presents. And I was like, what? Look, I love I love holidays. Right. Big time. This is that stretch. I hate buying other people presents so much. Yeah. I hate it. So I'm in the opposite boat. Normally, I've gotten pretty good about buying stuff ahead of time. Mostly, it's just a convenience thing. Like, right. whatever, done, got I don't want to deal with it later. And then maybe I give it to him early because McCall's rubbed off on me. This year, I'm in the boat of like, all right, what can we make that wouldn't be a train wreck? Yeah. We broke. Let's figure this out. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm just trying to come up with different options. But I, I just... Okay, well, then I guess I'll say this so that at least someone has said it to you. Okay. You don't have to buy everybody a Serenity blanket. I have to buy everybody a Serenity blanket. I'm not saying you shouldn't because they are great gifts. I've never seen anybody go, oh, a Serenity blanket. Hmm." (laughs) I don't know. There are people in my life that might surprise you. Those are terrible people. I got to be honest. They're amazing blankets. If they cannot appreciate it, every woman in my immediate life, pretty much to this point, has gotten a Serenity blanket. So. So easy to I, buy them. So uh, They're so nice, yes. really. So I brought mine home a uh, day before yesterday because I ended up going early. And I was holding on to this brand new blanket. It's like, it's a really pretty like coppery color. Hmm. I don't know if it's a new color that they rolled out or what. If it is, magic. Okay, love it. We'll buy five of them. <laughs> but I, I, I got it and it's so soft. And so I made my friend that was over at my house yesterday feel it. And she's like, dude, this is the best thing ever i was like i know i know they're amazing so now i'm debating on whether i need to buy everybody in my family and my life bought an in-law. no it's fair i bought an in-law one yesterday because she had seen ours and we're like these are amazing I'm like, all right we got to get her one all right I guess it's just so easy it. it writes itself it's so, so nice i'm just telling you you don't have to buy everybody one but you should look the be- the biggest <laughs> life hack ever i love so when you get a relationship from the two of you. Way easier. Oh saves time. When you have siblings, trust me, and I'm going to lean on this hard this year. From the siblings. Like, mom and dad, this is from the kids. Right. This is from, you and, know, and sisters, this is from the brothers. How about when you do that, you group these mess- you group these things together, send a message collectively to everybody to say that this is what's happening, okay? From personal experience... I've shown up and been like, here's something. Somebody's given like something really nice. And it's like, it's from all of us. And I was like, what? Yeah. It'd be nice to, to know that ahead of time. Right. Be like, That's yeah, cool. yeah. I brought you a gift card. It's, I mean, <laughs> from, put this back <laughs> no, in my call, You just played it up and you yeah. go, yeah, that's from all of us. And because I love you more, this I also me. got you this. I would have pitched in on it, but I had no idea. It's going to be the favorite. <laughs> Please just let me know. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> And that is uh, one first, an actual <laughs> hashtag life hack, and two, how you become the favorite child, cousin, nephew, whatever. Yep, gift giving one hundred and one. Boom. <laughs> the AJ and McCall show. <laughs> <laughs> the world has become a little bit more normal because yesterday Ashley had to go to the DMV. Finally, no. I can rat her out because she took forever to refresh her license. Awful. But she had to go, and I can tell you the world's back to normal because people were paranoid out the yin yang there yesterday. What? Look. I get it. No cuts, no butts, no coconuts. But good gosh, we're all adults, right? <laughs> the world has returned to some semblance of normal because yesterday people were paranoid as all get out, apparently, at the DMV. Oh. AJ McCall at VFX. Apparently, they open at 8. Very reasonable. 
Right. Ashley set an appointment at eight so she could get in and get out because she had to renew her license. Uh huh. And I guess she was the third person to show up there at like seven fifty-five. Wow. And so the people there had gotten out and were standing next to the door. So she shows up and they're like eyeballing her the whole time, thinking she's gonna cut. Yep. And Ashley's like, no. She stayed in her car. She stayed in her car. And she waited until actual employees showed up. And then it was like 8.03 or 8.04 or something right. like that. And they hadn't opened up yet. But Ashley's like, oh, I'm going to get out of the car mm-hmm. because I should be going in here soon. Right? They're going to open up here in a second. Right. And so she opened the door and made her way to stand a social distance away because these people were clearly freaking out about it. And apparently the people then hovered closer to the door. Like they were leaning against Dude. it, guarding the handle to make sure Ashley didn't somehow work her way around there and beat them in first to their appointment. As somebody who used to work at a bank, yes, this happens all the time. Like, it used to happen a ton. There would be people standing outside of the door, waiting, hovering, to get in, get their stuff done. That's fine, right? Totally fine. I understand you got things to do, people to see, babies to kiss, whatever. (laughs) Yes. For some reason, we're just talking about this, like... It will be okay. It will be all right if you're two minutes late to something. This was well, there's like there's three. I I don't know. I don't know how many employees came. Maybe it was only two employees. So maybe right. that was the the fight. But there was there was three people. I actually told you she was the third person in line. It's like I I think they'll see you pretty quick. I gotta be honest. This may come across as rude, but y'all just take your lives way too seriously. Like it's really not that serious. It's a DMV, okay? Gotta get in, get out, McCall. I got places to be. Dude, okay. Christmas shopping to do. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. I really, I cannot understand. Like, it's really not that serious. It's not. That's what blew my mind because she was like, they thought I was going to cut a line in front of them. I was like, we're, we're adults here. Like, <laughs> right. If they floaty dance their way, like, if for whatever reason they wander away from the door, yeah, I'll take your spot. You disappeared. For but sure. Th- you don't have to guard it like you're like, no, you can't touch this. You know when the it's thing your is? your first dibs thing is is that you could be like hey did you take my spot but you know the way that the conversation is gonna go is hey you took my spot and it's like oh i'm sorry and then you step away and it's like wait but i really wanted to fight situation resolved can we not can we fight please like i haven't had any angry encounters right off the bat this morning and i really like that my favorite interaction ever at the DMV, and by favorite, I mean I don't know how what I would do with this, is I went to change my license from Indiana to Utah because it had expired. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, let us see your old license. And then you just take the written test or whatever, and they're done. And they go, hold on a second. And then they go, and all of a sudden there's three people looking at my license. I'm like, what is happening? And they go, uh, yeah, we're just a little concerned because your license looks fake. And I'm like, huh? Why did I come in then if I could make a fake license? Like, let's run through this thought process real be, fast. That would be pretty. That would be pretty impressive. <laughs> I always forget because, like, in Indiana, they have the DMV that covers everything, right? Because yes. you got the DLD and then the DMV it's here. All under one building. And here it's not because the DMV is in a totally separate building than the DLD. The people at the DLD, I like. The people at the DMV, no. I hate everybody. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Park Narks, people I also hate. Uh, soon to be an enemy of Dr. Phil. No, but uh, this week, again, we're coming to a conclusion. Who is the worst Parker in Cash Valley? Vote. So that Narker can be rewarded. You see bad parking Smith social media, but we'll see who's competing for the honorary title this week. Problem solved. Figured it out. That's how people get into park narks. They get out of their car. They just, I'm gonna they just listen is. to Ty Verde. They're just like, ah, nothing can be bothered. No. Walking away. I'm going to be out. Exactly. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX nominee number one this week. Oh, yeah, the classic double parker, because what they did was they were like, okay, I can get this spot or... I can roll through, and then depending on which way I want to go, if I want to back up, nobody can park behind me, or I want to pull forward, nobody can park behind me because I've parked halfway into both spots in this parking lot. Yeah. Look, I don't know if anybody has told this driver this before. Red stands out. Oh, it does. It's the color that draws attention. It's very dramatic. Especially when the vehicles next to it on the left here in the foreground are a what looks like silver car and white SUV. Yep. Who also don't look like they're parked totally perfect, but, you know, your eye's not drawn to them right away. Uh Uh-uh. Nominee number two, my truck is blue, so I get three spots. You know, one fish, two fish, blue truck, three spots. That's how uh, it goes. <laughs> same thing, though. This guy was like, I don't like backing out. And I don't want to back in. I'm going to park sideways, and then I can just pull forward whenever I want because I'm taking up three freaking spots because I parked horizontal when they're vertical. I think that I, I'm going to be surprised to see if number one doesn't 
win this week. Now, McCall and I can't vote, but no. she can tell you what she thinks is the worst parking spot. She thinks it's number one. Now, I, the only reason why I think that is because obviously there are other cars around it. So it's inconveniencing other vehicles as well. Because this truck, you can see there aren't any other cars. I mean, there's one car that's parked that next to it. Yep. But it's just kind of, eh, looks like it's in an open-ish area. So it doesn't really bother most people because it's just out of the way. Now, this red car at number one is oh, awful. Yeah. It's, it's so bad. It's a busy parking lot. It's bothering so many people. It's bothering me right now, i got to be honest. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm inherently angry. I am upset. Ah. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. <sighs> Vote for the parking spot you think is the absolute worst because it'll be crowned a little bit later this morning as the worst park job in Cache Valley this week. And, of course, move on to the tournament that comes up at the end of the year when we find out who is the worst parker in Cache Valley for 2021. UC Bad Parking, Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send your bad parking nominees in because Monday, get another set. They'll go head to head and somebody else will win a prize and move on to tournament. And somebody won't, unfortunately. Yeah. Friday is also the day for Cash Valley Secrets. Yes. Been collecting confessions. It feels good to get it off your chest and we're happy to commiserate, maybe chuckle a little bit, and then occasionally just gasp. Like, no judgment, mostly. I'll give you a confession about my driver's license. I didn't get it until I was 18. I also think it's really stupid you have to switch states whenever you move. It's probably some real reason for it, but I never had a New Mexico driver's license when I lived there for a year. Confession, there you go. I kept my Indiana one until I got here and expired. I tried to guess. She was so shocked. <laughs> she almost died. McCall nearly died from my oh confession. Oh, gosh. I tried to gasp, and it ruined my life. AJ McCall on BFX. Cash Valley Secrets. We collect them as you text them and message them in. We keep them totally anonymous, and we commiserate or maybe judge a little bit, you know. Like when you get one that says, every day I throw a raisin across my office at the head of a woman I barely know. She has no idea who's doing it, but her confusion brings me a little bit of joy every day. (laughs) Like that's just a dude who I'm pretty- I feel It's a dude. I feel very confident it's a dude, and that dude just wants to watch the world burn. Hey, I'm bored. You know, you, you gotta you judge a little bit on that one. I'm sure that poor lady every day is like, who is throwing things at me? Maybe she feels really bad. How dare you? Well, that's even if she finds a raisin. First, I mean, if she doesn't find him, then you're gonna be like, am I crazy? Like, I definitely feel like something Something's hit hitting me. me. Yeah. Uh, the, no. Where it's just one, I guess that's okay. <laughs> no, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not. No, it says my wife... Is a wine snob and won't drink any wine that's less than $45. Since I pour a wine, I just refill the same bottles with $5 wine from the store. She's never said a word. That's hilarious. Uh, Fun fact, same boat, bro, except mom, who doesn't drink at all. My mom does not drink wine but collects high-end wine bottles. Interesting. And she bought, to make this even worse, this is so dumb, she bought a super, super nice wine rack. It sits in her living room. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Right. Yeah. I have called dibs so many times to my siblings because I'm like, it's going to be there. Right. I Dibs. Dibs. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> I get a box. I call it good. Okay. Here's one for you, McCall. I've been ghosted after a six-month relationship. Would oh. it be going too far to drive to his work and punch him in the face? Well, um, <laughs> mm, how far does he work? <laughs> If it's a five-minute thing, no. <laughs> Fully support this decision. Don't actually like, punch anybody in the face. Uh, Wink. I mean, six months together and then just flat-out ghost you. I mean, uh, it, it seems a little piece bit trash. warranted. 100% I mean, I'm, I'm kind of on board with it. I got to be honest. Like, as a fella, yeah. uh, you know, we're dense. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm, 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 I'm into it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. My wife thinks I'm a sober vegan and loves it. When she does, What she doesn't know is when she goes to her sister's house for an evening, I track her phone, slam a meat lover's pizza and a few beers. Then when I see her leave her sister's, I bag all the evidence and throw it in the neighbor's garage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is not kind whatsoever. That's the kind of, this is the kind of thing that I hate depending on anything anything okay like you're go all in or don't do it at all okay uh yeah no uh, hypocrite <laughs> yeah hypocrite like, i operate on the premises yeah yeah i don't think i've ever violated it's usually like it was bad when when the vfx morning show used to go out to eat all the time because we were broke <laughs> as a joke day. yeah we we're broke as a joke and I, uh, had, I had to stop doing it not same but but uh whenever i do go out to eat i usually end up telling ashley because we text throughout the day and then the the rule is the applied rule is that if that happens i have to get her something and yes. i'm fine with it right um 
I do would like to say I don't think it's always applicable the other way around. If she magically gets special food that it does, we're not like, oh, I gotta go get it. I'm just saying there's a little bit of, yeah, yeah. One more. Um, whenever my family tries to offer me sweets or chocolate, I say I don't like them, so that when half of their candy later goes missing, I'm not a suspect. That's kind of funny. <laughs> it's actually kind of clever. <laughs> it's a clever workaround you got there. I am. Uh, I am a fan. I, actually, good. Uh, I can't think of a story in particular, but all through college, uh, I had a buddy who lived with me and then he, he couldn't afford it. So he lived with me for a year and then he left. And as part of repaying some money he owed me, he gave me a mini fridge he had. And I still have it. It's in my house right now. But uh, that was always my way to make sure that stuff I wanted didn't get taken. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta get yourself a little mini fridge. Keep it in your room. And then the engineering staff here, did you not? Has their own mini fridge. Yeah. I did not know that. Welcome to the party. Well, I'm going to go see what's in there just because. There was a there was a a somebody who had their own mini fridge in here, not in this room, but in one of the other studios, and they were like super proud of it because they had to take the door off of the cabinet to be able to shove it underneath there and hide it so nobody knew that it was there. That's that's a bit extreme. Hmm. Well, they were extreme, so <laughs> It's just the kind of human they were. <laughs> Cash Valley Secrets, 68255, the number to text. Start your text VFX, or you can send us a message, Utah's VFX, all social media. Speaking of secrets, we got a message from someone who, uh, well, they got in trouble over recent vacation because they decided their spouse needed to take a break from work. That didn't go well. And then maybe we'll just find a way, place to unwind, to chill out. Love being brought into marital affairs. This is the message we got for the Automations Group debate today with AJ McCall at VFX. AJ and McCall. Hi. Peep this. Okay. My wife and I were taking our first vacation in two years. Good for you guys. She is always working. She brings it home with her every night. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to us being alone together. Right. Soon as we get to the hotel, notification chime. Of course. She goes to her computer. She checks it. She's work email. She said, I got, I got to check this. I said, it's not going to be all week. She said, no, it's just one thing. But I see how many messages she always gets, and I know it's not going to be just one thing. Mm -hmm. So when she went to the bathroom, I turned her work email notifications off. Mm. I knew she needed the downtime, and I was doing her a favor. We proceeded to have an amazing weekend. Mm -hmm. First night back, she gets super mad Mm -hmm. because she realizes how many emails she missed. Mm -hmm. She said, I am not to touch her stuff, and that I sabotaged her from getting her work done. I tried to let her see that I actually saved her. Now she's stressed that we uh, even took a vacation, and our relationship has taken a hit. Am I a jerk? Yes. Court is in session. Yes. Wow, that was a quick decision. Period. I, I Here's the thing. Period. There's no discussion <laughs> whatsoever no. for here's you. Here's the thing, okay? As somebody who has to operate, maybe she's very similar to the way that I operate. As somebody who operates the way that I do, if I do not respond to an email immediately, then I just stress about it forever and ever. It doesn't go away. It's just the way that my brain hyper focuses on it. It's constantly running in the background. Hey, remember that email? Hey, remember what's going on? Hey, remember how you're supposed to be emailing somebody back? And I understand that, hey, maybe turning off the notifications is a good idea. How about instead you talk to your wife and you say, what if we turned off your work notifications instead of just doing it and not telling her? So, yes, for me, it's a gray area because... That is the answer that probably should have happened. Mm-hmm. However, I think it was made clear by said husband that this is a discussion that has come up in some semblance that she's just like, no, nah, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Right. And whatever. I can't speak to McCall's hyperfixation with needing to respond to emails. That's, you know, your prerogative. Maybe that's the wife's prerogative. However, if it is a work email, fun fact, to go on vacation, you have to tell your work that you're leaving. Right. So, I mean, I, dude's, dude's got complaints to be had. Right. And and it's understandable that he would be frustrated in this situation, you know, wanting to spend time with her. But I think that is a conversation that needs to be had before you just go in and change it. The conversation that you need to have that night and say, you know, this is it. And and. You know, for them to for him to say that they had the conversation, she said, you know, it's not going to be a huge deal. It's not going to be whatever. And then have that be like, okay, and then go in and go change it after you had the conversation. I don't think is not. No, no, not copacetic. 
No, it's not ideal. I mean, I don't know. I think it's just... You know her better than we do, obviously. Right, for but sure. To me, and like it was something I had to work on a long time because I was always like, I have to work constantly, even when I'm away, because if I don't, then they're going to get mad, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my job, mm-hmm. and then I'm not going to have a job. So yes, I have to be on. And so I don't know if that's the case for the wife, but it takes a lot of willpower to realize that you can you know, not be there for a minute. Right. I think a lot of people suffer the same thing when they call in sick. Mm-hmm. No, 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 because if I call in sick, and look- you can work through or whatever you're allowed to, but you're also allowed to take mental health days. You're allowed to use vacation. That's why it's instilled in almost every workplace, as far as I know. Yes. You is allowed to get away. It's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have gone behind her back, but maybe maybe just maybe you can make the point of, look, we had a great weekend. We'll see what the ramifications are, you know, this week, if it really was that bad, because it also could be a possibility where she's freaking out, and then at the end of the day, it wasn't a big deal whatsoever. Like, just because she didn't respond that day and responded two days later everybody she's freaking out because i think most of us get more so on ourselves than anybody else yeah at the end of the day we're like nothing caught on fire we're okay i think like you said it takes a lot of work to be able to realize that you can take those time those days off and actually use those days but it does take a lot of work and it's not really fair to have that be like a wrench that's thrown in of all of a sudden you're doing this and then you're going to be stressed when you get back to work because there's all of these other things that have come up over the week that could have been slowly put out. I don't know. There's, there's a lot that I've been thinking about with work specifically and taking time when emails come in, text messages come in or whatever from other people that it's like, no. The question is, do you have a getaway space? Because if you're going to put that kind of pressure and neuroses on yourself Mm -hmm. you better have a place that your your mind can mentally clear itself and be detached from the workplace and all that because what i realize is i don't and i need one do you have a place to get away from it all to shut down to turn away and be like nope 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 safe space get out of here aj mccall for the automatrix group debated eight on vfx that is the thermo fisher poll of the day because i don't expect anyone to tell me where your super secret spot is because i will come i will plant a flag flag old school style and be like dibs mine bro sorry Can't do anything about it. You can't argue with the flag. But you can't answer yes or no if you have one. And when I say a space to get away, I mean, it could be be at home. Maybe you have a workspace or whatever or a game room or whatever that you disconnect. But to be honest, someone who romanticizes a little bit unnecessarily sometimes, I'm thinking of like you have a spot that you drive to or a drive you like to take or a place up in the mountains or some trees, a river, whatever it is, first dam, second dam, et cetera. Or even like your car. Capiche? Yeah. So to answer yes or no, just start to see how many people have these. I am curious because what I came to realize, the change in mentality, if it comes to stress or whatever, can go a long way. Yeah. But it is important, I think, to have a place to be like, safe place, establish that it's a safe place too, which I think is crucial. Be like, look, I'm going to whatever you want to call it, the lair, the brocade, the, <laughs> the safe lair. place, whatever it is. And then people are like, oh, okay, airplane mode, whatever you need to. And be like, out. 10 seconds, five seconds, 10 minutes, half an hour, whatever it is. Yeah. But I'm curious because I feel like since I work with uh, Glenda the Good Witch over Hi. here, <laughs> that you definitely have one. Uh, I do. Mine is m- Mine is more so... It's more so like a mental space than anything. It's more so like I've established this place and I think it's just because of like meditating and being able to get comfortable with my own self um, that it's created this space that I know that I can get into within a couple of seconds, whether it be I'm sitting right here or in my car or up in the mountains or on a yoga mat at my house. Like I know that I can get into this space where I'm just like, decompressing basically just existing i mean i think that's very important i think the ability to i don't want to say turn off your brain necessarily but kind of it kind of is i mean really what it comes down to is just being able to just focus on nothing being able to just it's, it's really like a decompression and it's like a reset almost yeah like meditating has been one of the hands down biggest and most important pieces of my life. It has been crucial for me to understand myself and to be able to do the things that I do on the day to day. Because if I have to, if I have five minutes that I can just be quiet inside of my own self 
and sink deeper. And I don't know. It, it, it's very impactful for me to be able to reset my brain. It's like when you go to bed and you wake up in the morning and you feel refreshed and reset to start a brand new day. It's like that. Only it takes five minutes to just sit quiet yourself, reset, and then you can get back to whatever it was you were doing. I had a whole file cabinet based on uh, different ages or different parts of my life. If I ever get to give them any advice, there's different things I would tell at different points. But late college, going into adult world me, one of the biggest things that he needed to learn, and I think everybody at some point needs to learn, is that like nothing slows down. Mm-hmm. I think we make this this deal with ourselves, like I'm going to block out so much stuff and focus on work, school, whatever, right. and then when I'm done with it, I'll take the time that I need for me. Nope. The thing is, there's always something else that comes along. Absolutely. I can tell you there's a, there's a family in my family where they've been trying to take a vacation and it hasn't worked because the husband has been like, well, I want to get these bills taken care mm-hmm. of. And the wife's like, but we, at some point we have been trying to plan this, trying to plan this, trying to plan this, and we're going to run out of time. And I've told the husband, like, look, I get it. Don't be wrong. Finances, especially when you're talking about vacation and stuff like that, is super important. But there's always going to be something. Yeah. So if you can make it work, I suggest you try to make it work. Absolutely. If you don't schedule that time for yourself, nobody's going to. That's, this has been one of the most important pieces of advice that I've ever learned is that nobody's going to do anything for you when it comes to making yourself feel like a big deal, when it comes to taking care of yourself, when it comes to taking a break or a vacation, nobody's going to do it for you and nobody's going to make time for you to do it. So you have to make time for yourself to do it and just honor yourself more. Yesterday, McCall and I got a message from some parents who were dealing with a child their child, who was going into a disgusting apartment by all description, mm-hmm. but didn't want to do anything about it. We got a message that I d- definitely deserves to be gotten to. Someone emailed us, but also uh, watch out and make sure you pay your bills in your apartment because apparently the contractor can go buzzerk. Yep. Yesterday, some kid was being a, well, a kid, AJ McCall at VFX because the parents dropped him off. The apartment complex said, hey, we'll clean up the carpet. Hey, we'll repaint. And then the apartment complex was like, yeah, about that. Yeah. And they didn't do it. The parents wanted to say something, but the kid's also 24, moving out, and they're like, A.J. McCall VFX. We got an email that definitely deserved to be shared. Uh, We just got it later in the day, and it says, uh, this is in regards to the apartment complex. I'm a property manager here in the Valley. If that 24-year-old can't stand up for himself, his parents should. He Mm -hmm. could and will get charged for the carpet and flooring damage. Yep, stains are damaged when he Mm -hmm. moves out. They will take any damage off his security deposit. If he doesn't want them to replace it, he at least needs to make notes of the stuff wrong and submit it to the office. Mm-hmm. needs to sign and date it and state that they were going to replace all but did not. I have boys the same age, and they are too nervous to do it because they don't want to start trouble, but there are a lot of places in the Valley that have awful management. Hope this helps. Dang. Well, that's good to know. Thank you, Anonymous Property Manager. Yeah, thank you. And it's worth noting that you should definitely do that because uh, – Sort of unrelated, but I wanted to share it regardless. I don't know if you saw this or not, but there was a contractor who was helping uh, someone remodel their bathroom. They uh, got partway through it. Apparently, the customer got off track with paying him, and the contractor decided, you know what? I'm supposed to take him to court. I'm going to take care of this the way we all would. Smashed it all with a sledgehammer and recorded himself doing so. Well, there you go. I mean, it's your work. Uh, I would like to file a complaint. When I said remodel, I wanted to remodel. Yeah. Uh, he tore it down, rebuilt it, and then tore it down again. I don't remember saying that I didn't like it. Apparently, according to reports, the customer in question had paid half of it and had something set up for the rest, and now she is taking the contractor to court over it. I'd be curious to see how it plays out. Uh, I, I would be surprised if the contractor doesn't lose because regardless if you got stiffed or not, videotaping yourself committing property destruction doesn't seem like a winning case to me. I don't, it depends on if there's a uh, contract in place. Cause if there was a contract in place that said that they, they would take their work back, then they would do that fair. Mine. Yep. You gotta, you gotta read, read your contracts, man. Don't sign any paperwork. Cause yeah, if there's a, yeah, if there's a uh, contract in place that says something like that, me danger. Property manager says, parents from yesterday, tell your kid to do it. And if not, you do it because could hurt in long run. Contractor yep. could destroy house. Yep. <laughs> um, the worst damage I ever did in an apartment, still living in apartments, is when someone, shall remain nameless, mm-hmm. left Tupperware in the oven. And um, then I, who will not remain nameless, turned on the wrong burner. Uh, 
and then it melted, and then fire came out, and then the wall got scorched, and they had to replace the oven, and they had to paint the wall. Mm-hmm. That was funsies. Yeah. And by funsies, I mean not. Don't ever do that. Yeah. Make sure you check to make sure the Tupperware is not on the burner that you're going to use. Go pathetic. Uh, if there was an adult spelling bee, none of us would win. I don't care what anybody says. There's at least one word in every adult's repertoire. They have no idea how to spell it. <laughs> you may use it. You may use it contextually correct every single time, but then you're like, "Hey, I'll see you. I'll see you on uh, to when 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 next week. Sometime next week." What is the word that biffs you up? We'll get this wrong, and we'll just continue the ball going as we flunk out one by one from the spelling bee. Bad news, we've all been put in an adult spelling bee, and it's all the words that we all struggle to say all of the time. By say, I mean spell. Mm. AJ McCall on VFX, like restaurant. The first time I ever spell restaurant correctly will be the first time I ever do that. I'm so proud of you for almost happen. doing that. It's never going to happen. I don't oh. know where the A and the U go. It's really easy. R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T. Okay. Restaurant. Yeah, because that's how I said. Hey, do you guys want to go to a restaurant? Well, that's how that's how I remember it. <laughs> restaurant. What are you saying? Restaurant. Restaurant. People say Wednesday. Like I get it because right. it's a stupid word. Right in my brain, that's how I say when I say Wednesday. Yes. My brain says Wednesday. That's how the inner monologue runs, so I know yes. how to spell it. Yeah, Correct. I completely same, agree. Same thing with restaurant. For me. Rest out rump. Got it. From now on, apparently. That's just uh, how you do it. Crystal Covington said burgundy, to which I, I look. Like Ron or what? Yeah. Or color. My question was, like, legitimately, how often do you feel the need to use the word burgundy? No, but now that she brings that up, that's a great point. Because I don't use it very often. So, burgundy, burgundy, maroon. Like yeah, Seriously. That's like, that's like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Ashley texted me. My girlfriend said her the word she can't spell is ibuprofen. I'm like, oh, can you give me some ivy? Uh, can you Advil. give me some pain relief? <laughs> give me Headache medicine, <laughs> something, anything, anything other than ibuprofen. For some reason, for me, calendar has always been hard. But the more I, I've had to spell it more recently, and so it's there's too many A's and E's. Separately is also the same way. Separately is confusing. I will give you separately. Sep- I think it's S E P A R E T. Now I'm not confident in my answer anymore. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm questioning my whole life. Anyway. Uh, Unnecessary (laughs) is a common one. How many C's? How many S's? One and then two. That is completely un... un, un, You didn't need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uncalled for. Uh, Garrett said accept or accept. No, accept. I can't even say it different. Accept or accept. Yeah, that. Yeah. The A one or the E one. And I was like, oh, don't even get me started on effect and effect. Not that I don't know how to spell them. Like, I just... Like putting it into place and putting it into practice, like I get it. If I'm affected by something, it's an E. But if, yeah, I just I don't know. I'm gonna. Assume I don't know you're how right. to use the other version Again, of it. I, I'm, I'm assuming you're right. Well, because one of them's a noun and one of them is the action. One of them is when you're affecting something, and one of them is the effect of something. And I think the E is the noun, but I could be completely wrong. English teachers, I think let it's us have the it. E in both of those. Okay, maybe. Let me see, because I'm like, wait a second, because you just affect, affect. You made that happen. Effect is to influence, change. Yeah. Okay. So the verb. Okay. Yeah. 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 You were right. See, yeah. The see, outcome. The outcome is the e, like effect. It affected me, or it's going to affect the world. I hate it. I'm done. I agree. I, see, see, I said it out correctly. I got it right this one time. I got it right. Later today, I'll have to type it out and I'll be like, uh, crap. Somebody uh, give me a synonym. <laughs> Where's the thesaurus? Brindy just commented February. I always thought it was February. Because <laughs> it's Close. February. February. Yeah. Because the English language is stupid. It is. It's so dumb. Yeah. Separately always kills me. Calendar sometimes kills me. Um, refrigerator? Mm, no. That one's fine. I mean, who says refrigerator? Like fridge. We it's we fridge. dumbed it down to help ourselves. Right. Go get the fridge. Because fridge has a G in it, but I believe refrigerator doesn't have a no, D. D in it. Yes. So fridge yeah. has a D in yeah, it. Yeah, there. There's no D refrigerator in refrigerator. Refrigerator has a G in it also. So <laughs> they have Gs. Look, we're having trouble spelling. Sue me. How about, how about the lovely brain lapse that I had a week and a half ago? I was trying to spell the word of. O-F. Couldn't get it. 
done. My brain was like, hey, we've known this word forever out the window. So I'm like, UV, OV, U, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, I decided favorite, to take a nap. <laughs> like I like our spelling's gotten worse, right? Because we have spell correct on everything, our yeah. phones and all that. Right. My favorite is when I spell something so badly that my phone oh. is like, no idea, bro. And Dude, I'm like, come on, phone. This is your job. It's the worst. And then you got to ask, hey, Siri, tell me I, how to I spell. I Google it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how do you spell then this? Then you got to auto, you got to say it, speak uh. it. Because as soon as you speak it, then it's like, oh, okay, there it is. Google normally figures it out. Oh, my phone is dumb. Doesn't. My phone, I, I think my phone enjoys pranking me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ha-ha, joke's on you. You don't either. We so. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. I hate it. <laughs> what word would trip you up? And it's an adult spelling bee. Which one can you never get? We've got February. We've got Wednesday. Definitely refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Cause and effect. Utah's VFX on our Facebook page. Do not deny everyone at some point in their life, you're laying there in bed, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to go to sleep. AJ McCall at VFX. And all of a sudden your brain goes, hey, remember that stupid thing you did in fourth grade? And then uh, you have to overanalyze it. Right. So much fun. It's the best. It's because shame and guilt stick with you a lot longer than joy and whatever, because you won't let yourself forget those first two, Mm. which is why park narcs should work because you are publicly shamed for being an atrocious parker or someone who is completely fine with themselves parking like an absolute tool, walking away and be like, this is fine. Cool. There's no big deal. This is all right. Whichever it is, you're wrong. Correct. Nominee number one this week. Uh, was uh, the classic double parker, this red vehicle, already a beacon upon itself because of the color, decided to put its back half in one half of the spot, the front half in the other, so if it want to go forward, go back, wherever it is in this parking lot. Versatility. It, yeah, it can do that. It's got options. Not to mention Shouldn't, but the two vehicles. I'm going to pass the rock like Stockton. The two vehicles <laughs> in the foreground do also not look parked correctly as well. No. It is a whole gaggle of terrible parking. Nominee number two is uh, my truck is blue, so I get three spots. This truck has decided, okay, so the spots come out vertical. I'm going to pour horizontal, though. Again, versatility. Yeah, why I not? Just pull forward. I have to worry about backing out, looking behind me. Like, this is America. You look forward. There you go. Exactly, right? Yeah. So we McCall said earlier that you thought nominee number, number one. one. Yeah, I thought number one was going to probably take it just because – the blue car or the blue truck isn't really bothering anybody. It's just not parked correctly. You know what they say about McCall. My intuition is high. She's got really good intuition. Bingo. Nominee number one was voted Woo! the worst parker in Cash Valley this week. Man. Congratulations to our Narker. They're going to get triple entries as well into the uh, two gold passes we are giving away for Stranger Virtual Impair X. That's coming up October 9th, so just a little bit of time left to get entered in for that. Of course, we'll be doing it during Florida Not next week as well. Yeah. Continue to submit Terrible Park Narc nominees, Utah's VFX on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can win weekly prizes mm-hmm. and, of course, get entered in for that tournament at the end of the year. I'm feeling like with my hot streak, I should probably like go to Wendover or something. <laughs> Look, I support gambling all the time. Sorry, I support Nevada guessing That's games. It. Thank you. All the time. I don't want to get fired. I, I don't over know that what statement. that G word is. What's I have no a, idea. What? No clue. No. Good. Great. That was what it was, right? <laughs> gaggle. I gaggle. used that word. It was gaggle. VFX's Facebook roulette with AJ and McCall. What post did we find on our friends page? That's right. If your friends AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, then we could like, comment, and share on your post that we want to put on the VFX Facebook page. McCall. I landed on my friend Brittany's post, and it says, it's a screenshot of uh, two tweets, and it says, I like direct people. Response, I like direct deposit. <laughs> yeah. I really do like that last one. You know, but it's nice because this guy was obviously making a statement. I am also direct because I like direct deposit, so. I'm a fan. There you go. I landed on my friend Joe. He shared a picture of a puppy sitting on a therapist's couch that says, actually, I'm fine. I just like to have a place where I'm allowed on the couch. Oh, I love it. Oh, you can win. The AJ The McCall Taylor finding at us across all social media. AJ and McCall as well. That's AJ A N D M C C A L L. Uh if you ever need to get a hold of us, remember it's six eight two five five is the number to text, but you have to start your text with VFX. Correct. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five is the number to call. Also correct. Utah's VFX, AJ and McCall, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. 
all the social medias work. Yep. And then once in a while, I suggest like the 17 other options provided, but you can also get a hold of us through the website where you can stream us, utahsvfx.com. Yeah, it's really simple. If you miss anything, search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are, Spotify, iTunes, whichever. All the stuff that we do is there. Mm-hmm. And uh, as much as I want you to listen to the AJ McCall show, you can take us on the go, obviously, with the invention of modern phones, but probably get out and enjoy the weather this weekend. Yeah, you probably should. Um, yeah. It's supposed to be decent. Like 80s and sunny. And, yeah. you know, it's Utah. It's not to say we're not going to have another 80-degree day at some point mm-hmm. before the year's over. But we don't really know. We have no idea. And if you get out and you can actually enjoy the weather slash the leaves because they are changing. There you go. And so it would be really nice because I don't know what's going to happen next week. Matter yeah. of fact, nobody knows what's going to happen next and week. And Kings, don't cave to your queens are saying it's time for super chill yet because it's not. It's I not there yet. I literally made chili last night. How dare you? See, don't listen. Oh. My girlfriend at home wants chili. I'm like, it's not time yet. Gosh, it's I 80 hate it. this weekend. I hate it when you make me food. It's Wait, the worst. Next week, maybe. Oh, darn maybe. it. Maybe. <laughs> Tell next week for AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.